You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Tim McMaster talking Boston Red Sox baseball with MLB.com Red Sox reporter Ian Brown. And the Red Sox suddenly look like maybe they're a third-place team in the AL East, Ian, when you look at the way things are going with the Rays and the Orioles. Is that clubhouse an optimistic place right now with the Red Sox? I don't know if optimistic is the right word, but uh, it's an energetic place. I mean, the, you know, it's hard to argue with the way the team has played lately. You guys are playing with a lot more confidence and a lot better success. Uh, young players are starting to come into their own. And, uh, yeah, you know, like I've said many times, you never know when these young guys are going to click or if they're going to click. And it seems like uh, a bunch of them are, are starting to click uh, here together at the same time. And it's created a lot of uh, late-season fun because, you know, last year at this time, it was quite depressing to be around the Red Sox. Not only was the team out of contention, they had sold off some key pieces of the deadline. And, you know, the young guys last year weren't playing well, except for Mookie Betts. So uh, this is a lot more fun uh, for everyone. Even guys like Dustin Pedroia and David Ortiz are now excited about what the near future holds for this Red Sox team. When you talk about the young players, obviously you talk about the outfield, Betts and Jackie Bradley Jr., Rosny Castillo, and I've heard one nickname, which was the BBC. Is there anything else going around? Because at some point, <laughs> the Red Sox marketing department has to kind of give these guys something, right? They they need something to sell these players. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll see. Just let them go out there and uh, create excitement by their play. And if a you know, good nickname or catchphrase comes along, uh, all the better. But, yeah, it's been a lot of fun to watch these guys uh, run around and catch the baseball. And You know, a, a game doesn't go by seemingly when somebody doesn't make a great play, whether, you know, if it's not Bradley, it's Betts, you know, if it's not Betts, it's, it's Castillo, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and if it's not the outfield, it's Xander Bogart's making another great play at shortstop. So yeah, this is a, uh, this has been a good run for, for the Red Sox these last few weeks. You mentioned the effect on, on the veterans and David Ortiz, uh, red hot again. He's closing in on home run number 500 for his career and he's another guy who's keeping this season interesting late and, and giving fans something to root for. Had a little scare uh, last week. It uh, looked like maybe he'd injured himself on the base paths, but kind of pulled through that. Can he get to 500 here in September with, with still almost a month to go? Well, yeah. I mean, Ortiz is at 497 right now, so he can do that yeah. you know, in a game or two maybe. So you, you just don't know. Like He, he had a great line. Earlier this year, when the, you know, we were in Seattle in the middle of May, and he, David hadn't hit many home runs at that point in the season, he hit one off Felix Hernandez that night, and he said, "Look, guys, don't worry about me." He's like, "My, uh, I'll clean up what he said, but he said my, my home runs come in bunches, like great." So my home runs are like grapes; they come, they come in bunches. So, <laughs> you know, it's been very true lately. Uh, so yeah, certainly, David, I think uh, it would be a major surprise at this point if he doesn't hit three, if he doesn't hit three home runs over the last uh, what do we have? nearly three weeks left in the season here. Yeah, he's really been locked in. Dustin Pedroia returns to the lineup on Tuesday night. Uh, obviously, it's been a tough few seasons for Pedroia. It seems like he can't avoid that injury bug. How big is it for him to have a nice finish here to the season as far as his psyche goes heading into next season? Yeah, I think, I think it's important. Look, Pedroia was having a really, really good year before this hamstring popped up. I mean, he was finally hitting for the power that he hadn't hit since 2011, so he finally got over those hand injuries, and boom, one day he blew out his hamstring. It was an injury that was you know, a lot more serious than anyone realized at the time. But uh, yeah, it was a great time to see him out there last night, uh, hitting a ball off the wall, 
and uh, you know, turning turning a couple of nice double plays and getting pretty mad when Tori Lovello took him out of the game after nine innings. When Pedroia is feeling feisty and competitive, you know, that's when his body is feeling good. So yeah, I think uh, it is important for Dustin to just get a little more momentum here going into the winter. I know he's a lead by example guy a lot of times more than a rah rah guy, but has he had an impact on all these young players this season, even when he's been out with the injury? Yeah, I think it's impossible to be around Dustin Pedroia and not be impacted by him. I mean, this guy is just all team. Uh, you know, I've never been around anybody quite like this guy, where he's just um, all team all the time, and uh, he really cares deeply about the Red Sox. Um, throughout all the bad things um, that have happened to this team the past three, four years, you know, have you ever once heard Dustin Pedroia say, "I don't want to be here"? So you know, it's just not many, not many guys uh, in sports at this day and age who have that kind of. Uh, loyalty to a franchise and to a city and to a team like Pedroia has uh, for this Red Sox team. The other exciting thing that, that we've seen as far as the team goes is when you look at the rotation, you see Rick Porcello, another solid start on Monday. Really, he's been great from returning from the DL. Um, he's throwing more sinkers since coming back. Is that by design? Is that something they worked on, or has that just been how these games have kind of worked out? Yeah, when Porcello went on the deal with that triceps injury, you know, he, he did some soul searching. He said, look, um, I got to where I got in this league by pounding guys in with my sinker. And he, for whatever reason, he got two four-seam happy earlier in the season and kind of got completely out of his routine. You know, sometimes guys try to live up to a contract uh, the first year with the new team. And I think he realized he needs to get back to his, his roots. And uh, some of the sinkers he's thrown the last couple uh, starts have been some of the best thinkers he's ever thrown. So I think that DL, the triceps injury, was a blessing in disguise. And uh, Porcello is now pitching like the guy the Red Sox signed you know, for the next four years. Yeah, and considering that contract, it's a good thing for the Red Sox. And then when you look at Joe Kelly and, and the win streak he's been on, seems like the Sox are finally seeing what they thought they were going to have in this rotation all year long. Yeah, you know, it would have been nice to have seen that from Kelly, uh, you know, earlier in the year. Porcello, too, or this, you know, maybe this Red Sox team would have uh, turned out a little differently this year. But yeah, Joe Kelly is just, uh, it's almost been the, the pitching side of what Jackie Bradley has done offensively. Just completely, uh, a complete makeover from a guy who was struggling so much earlier in the year to a guy who is pitching with, uh, you know, with such confidence right now. So it's been, uh, you know, interesting, you know, kind of more confident that Porcello will keep this going uh, because he's had success in the past. Kelly, he's had success to a degree in the past and never sustained over over a full season of 200 innings. So, I'd be, you know, I'm really curious to see uh, how much of a springboard this winds up being for, for uh, Joe Kelly. The, uh, the Sox have called up Rich Hill. Kind of a feel-good story. He's a Massachusetts native. He pitched with the team previously. He's bounced around with some other teams uh, is he going to get a shot to be in that rotation? Are they going to expand that rotation a little bit for Hill? And is this a tryout of sorts, or is it just kind of a reward for a guy who who worked hard this year in the minors? Yeah, I mean, the Red Sox, let's face it, the Red Sox need a, a, another starter right now. They've been on record many times saying that they want um, they want uh, Henry Owens and Eduardo Rodriguez. They want to be careful with their innings the rest of the season. And the Red Sox are really tested from a depth standpoint at the rotation right now. Stephen Wright uh, being out with the concussion still, and Clay Buckles is obviously been out for a couple months here. And Barnes, uh, you know, he's going to be a reliever now for the rest of the season. He recently had some elbow stuff. So if they want to go six, you know, Rich Hill to me seems like the uh, the logical candidate. It is a good story. I mean, this guy, uh, you know, a Bostonian <laughs> through and through. He still lives in South Boston. Um, had some personal tragedy a couple of years ago with a, uh, a newborn son, I believe, who 
it didn't make it through uh, through delivery. So you know, Rich has had a, a tough run, but he's persevered and he's still here and he's trying to make a comeback now as a starter. So I think it would be a, a really nice story if he could you know start for his hometown team a couple times down the stretch. Ian Hanley Ramirez on the disabled list now. Obviously, that affects the the first base experiment, if you want to call it that, as far as him getting reps at first. Um, it's it's been a rough year for Hanley after a great start to 2015. Is there a scenario where he could be shopped in the off season? And with his contract, is that even a possibility? Yeah, it's hard to you know it's hard to imagine somebody's going to take on that contract right now. The you know the the year that Hanley has had, um, his trade value is not exactly at an all time high right now. I mean, if somebody really wants to take on that money, I think the Red Sox wouldn't really ask for a whole lot in return. But uh, you know, frankly, I'd be surprised. I don't think he's he's at a position where you can trade him right now with the with the year he's had, and there's no you know guarantee he can play first base. So really, what position? I mean, he might be a D, best served as a DH right now, but the Red Sox have David Ortiz, so it's not going to work. In Boston, so I think uh, the Red Sox—they think their best chance right now is to see what they can get out of him at first base and see if he can turn into, you know, a good first baseman for them and uh, and regain his his uh, stroke of the play, which he, for whatever reason, he hasn't really had since April. As well as this team has played in recent weeks, it's kind of shined a little spotlight on Tori Lavello. He's done a nice job since taking over, obviously in tough circumstances, with John Farrell battling lymphoma. Lavello is a guy who's been up as a finalist for different jobs over the last few years. Do you think having this shot and managing a team for for over a month could lead to him finally getting that first manager's job? Yeah, I think the people around baseball should take note of what Tori Lavello has done with this Red Sox team and really um, energize them. And the young players are playing with a lot of confidence. And I think that Tori has to be given some credit for the way this team has played. So, yeah, he's been very impressive. He's handled all his his media stuff well and all you know some of the extra things that go with being a manager especially in a big market uh, and this is a guy who's finished second in a lot of job interviews whether it was uh, uh minnesota last year and you know there, there were some other ones i think uh he, he was the, the second choice for so i think that uh you know this has hopefully um, given him that final push to become a you know a manager himself you know not just an intern manager but a manager for a team It's been a disappointing season for the Red Sox, but it's been an exciting month of September. You've been listening to Red Sox Extras on MLB.com. Ian, we'll talk to you again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.